What is going on, everybody? Jonathan Mejia with James Roddy. Welcome to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Live DraftKings Breakdown here on the Fantasy Alarm and Better Sports Network. James, my man, we have a monster Tuesday slate here. We're looking at 10 games on the board. Uh, currently watching here, recording on Monday evening. Following along with this Monday slate here, it's been a, it's been a pretty eventful Monday. We've seen Andrew Heaney uh, record 10 outs, strike out 10 batters. Uh, pretty strong start. <laughs> Uh, for him, we saw the Rangers lineup that you were pretty high on come through. We're watching the Cardinals and, and uh, Rockies put some runs on the board. And we're about to see the Angels tee off, hopefully, on Patrick Corbin. Bryce Elder had himself a strong start. He's one of our top value plays for Monday. So, overall, i got to think we've had a pretty successful Monday breakdown. Let's hope we can carry that on over into Tuesday. Yeah, and uh, we're turning rotations over again, John. Like, we had some aces. Um, we talked about the Scherzers, the Castillos um the darvishes of the world now we have jacob de grom shohei otani the return of kyle wright who was a darling for the yeah. braves last year uh dustin may has looked fantastic to start the year so um some big time names at the top of the pitcher's position um some prices that stand out like gosh dang sore thumbs i mean i could look just three of them off the bat right like i don't even know if we're going to be spending up obviously we have jacob yeah. DeGrom, so probably will but like you know, there's some clear mispricing still going yeah. on here. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely a good breakdown on Monday. I think I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed the live stream that John and I um, were on. And and if anyone has any questions, uh, you can find us in the Better Sports app. You can download that. Um, get into the live stream at five. Ask all your lineup questions you yeah, have. Follow us on Twitter. You can get you can hit us there. Follow us on Twitter. Or if you're not yet a subscriber to the Fantasy Alarm uh, family here, our All Pro Access package right now. Uh, promo code MLB50 saves you 50% off for the first six months. Comes out to about 20 bucks a month for the first six months. You get access to all of our content on site, DFS, seasonal betting, you name it. We cover it uh, for just 20 bucks a month. Takes you right through the first month of the NFL season. Hard to beat that. You get access to our premium Discord uh, where James and I are in there answering your lineup questions. So uh, watch the podcast, follow us on Twitter, ask us questions, help you build your lineups, and then tune back in at 5 o'clock uh, for the live stream that we do and getting everybody ready right ahead to lost roster lock. So uh, no shortage of coverage here at Fantasy Slam for your MLB DFS needs. Yeah, not at all. And, and YouTube as well. I mean, we're on every platform, Twitch, um, there, there's a, there's no shortage of platforms that we are going live on, John. Um, Big Ten game slate, and how we start the podcast is usually just dissecting the initial look at Las Vegas. Uh, so we'll take John's private jet over to Vegas. Uh, we all know John. We'll, we'll has, be there I mean, soon, my friend. We'll be there. We'll, <laughs> uh, we'll take a look at Vegas um, for the ten game slate. So off the rip, a uh, few notable spreads, a few noticeable lines here. Um, Shohei Otani and the Los Angeles Angels, minus 290 um, in some places, minus 303, minus 330 on FanDuel Sportsbook. That is the biggest number on the board. Alec Manoa and the Toronto Blue Jays hosting the Detroit Tigers. He's upwards of 290 as well on the money line. Um, Jacob deGrom. Anywhere from 260 to 275. Uh, those are the three biggest favorites we have on the board. And, you know, all warranted warranted right. um, favorites and names. The, it's interesting. Uh, Kyle Wright's expected to make his debut. That has not been confirmed, at least by the Vegas Sportsbook. 
Um, I mean, again, DraftKings said has him listed, and the expectation is that he does make his debut. Um, Probably some limitations to him, you would think, in his in yeah, start, for sure. So. Yeah, I I would assume so. Um, and then we got a word. Dre Jameson will start for the Diamondbacks. I don't know if they have that listed. On that's a, for Wednesday. Draft. That's for Wednesday, though. That's for Wednesday. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, my days are all backwards. Okay, hey, I'm with you there. Um, so again, it's it's been a lot of work. You know, baseball season's coming. It's come quick. Yep. You know, and we're talking ten games here uh, for for Tuesday, but Wednesday, Wednesday we got that split slate. We got all those early games. So, uh, yeah, Jameson's going to be there. I believe Tuesday. Actually, they don't, they're not even on the slate anyway, so it doesn't matter. I was going to say, uh, I I think uh, Garrett Whitlock was making a, a start for the Red Sox off the IL, but he's on the six o'clock slate, which is not being covered uh, by DraftKings here either. So a couple of pitches that we just mentioned, not even on the slate, James shows how well we're doing right now. Oh, high five, John high yeah. five. We're on, we're on. Let's just talk about um, pitches also, that are on the slate. How about that? Does that sound good? Well, we have, well, we do have cores. Yeah, uh, wait, wait, we, we got also have just hold on. Let's see if there's any run totals sure. worth mentioning. Um, course 11. Uh, everything else sits at like eight and a half, nine. Uh, Seattle, Chicago is at nine. Okay. Atlanta, Cincinnati at nine. Those are the only two games, only three games at nine or above. Uh, 11, 11 and a half. Vandal has Colorado and St. Louis, Miles Miklas and Kyle Freeland at 12. Yeah. Um, Vandal is expecting a lot of runs. Oh, well, yeah. We, we, we figured that happens down there in cores. Uh, starting pitching. We'll, we'll kick it off here. Uh, we joked about Jacob DeGrom in his first start getting lit up by Philly. Then he goes up against Baltimore, six innings, two runs, one earned, 11 strikeouts. Uh, looked very vintagey, Jacob DeGrom-y. Uh, yeah. and, now, <laughs> and now he's got the Kansas City Royals, who, as we mentioned, uh, Andrew Heaney started tonight, 10 outs, 10 strikeouts. So uh, yep. you, you would think that maybe Jacob DeGrom can have some success against his Royals lineup. Yeah, I mean, look. DeGrom and Otani are both going to be 11K before we know it, right? Uh, there's Neither of these guys should be under 10K. Both of them are in elite spots. Otani's looked dominant on the mound. Jacob DeGrom looked like Jacob DeGrom in his second start. It, you know, I think this could be a slate that double barrel spend up a pitcher is an approach that a lot of people take. But then you look at like the mid tier, and there's a lot of guys there too. So yeah. I don't know. Like, I, hard pressed not to play both Degrom and Otani. I, I think um, because I think you could flip a coin, and they, I mean, they could both get you 40 fantasy points. Let's be honest. Like, they could both get you 40 tomorrow. Um, but man, the, the mid tier is also yeah. Very I mean, strong. I mean, listen, uh, Corbin Burns being 8,500 dollars again. I understand. Uh, for, for Burns here, not a great start to a season. Chicago and the Mets, the two teams, 10 earned runs, nine and a third innings pitched uh, in those two games, only six strikeouts. Not the Cy Young Award winner of, of a few years ago. Get I get that. But 8,500 still is, feels a little too cheap for what is ultimately yes. going to probably be Corbin Burns' price in the upper 9Ks for the majority of this year. And if you can get him at the right point, get him at the right discount, uh, there's a lot of potential here at $8,500. But Alec Manoa just sticks out like the sword thumb you were yep. mentioning before. Yep. Uh, at home against Detroit, last start against Kansas City, seven innings, one run, five strikeouts in that outing here. Um, Detroit, not a good offense, just got swept by Boston 
that to me, I agree. It, you can double spend up, but Manoa at 77, pa- uh, Lopez here, Pablo Lopez yep, there it is. at 73. I mean, yep. again, I understand that he hasn't faced great lineups, but he's also a really good pitcher. So, like, yep. you know, double spend up, sure. Spend up and then Manoa or Lopez, sure. Manoa and Lopez plus cores, you know, like, you know, know. can certainly do the double mid-tier and, and get all the high-priced bats. Uh, for me, I, I think that's probably where I'm going to find myself going here. Yeah, it's really, really – those were the two guys that I – I mean, three. I'll, I'll, Corbin Burns was also priced too cheap, but, like – And nobody's going to Manoa and Pop- because they're just pivot down to the other two, so. Yep, exactly. And, and I think that's the clear-cut, like, all right, well, you play DeGrom or Otani, and then you're playing one of the other two. Mm-hmm. And, like, in tournaments, you're probably just playing the lower-owned of the two. In cash games, you're just going to play the higher-owned of the two. Um Detroit is 29th in offense this year against right-handed pitching. Alec Manoa is a right-handed pitcher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they lost Austin Meadows to um, anxiety, placed on the IL for anxiety. So he's their best left-handed bat, arguably, is no longer there. Um, then Pablo Lopez gets the White Sox, who in theory should be a better offense. Tim Anderson left tonight's game with – left a. Uh, yeah, well, let's say with a, knee or something, right? With a yeah, with a knee injury. So they're now Mankata's been hurt um with back soreness. Tim Anderson could be out Monday. They already lost Eli Jimenez. So now just don't let Luis Robert hurt you and you're just don't let Luis Robert hurt you and you know, you should be in a good spot. So like there is a lot to love. Not even like love about pablo lopez who was already a darling of mine coming into the year for seasonal um and he has been every bit the part that we wanted him to be in minnesota yeah um and there's just no way alec manoa is 77 it just doesn't make us by may 1st alec manoa is over 9k Uh, he he deserves to be in that range right like on on this slate Given the start he just had, he should be, you know, higher than Alex Wood. Doesn't the algorithm, like the algorithm can tell you that four, five days ago, he pitched. And then in five days later, it's going to tell you that he's going to face the Detroit yeah, Tigers. I, I, am, that are, yeah, I don't know. I it, it is a very weird, uh, I, thank you. I guess is, is what I, we should is really you. how yeah. we should be approaching That's, this, you know. Thank you, but, thank you, drafting. Um, yeah, the the roster ship here on these starting pitchers is going to be pretty crazy. I don't think you need to go much else here. Uh, we gave you two mid tier guys, two top tier guys. There's n- nobody down. I mean, are you pitching Josiah Gray after his course field outing? I mean, <laughs> like. It's night and day. It's night and day. Tournaments. He is. He'll forever just be. If you want to play him in tournament, like good luck. You know. Right. I. I mean, if he doesn't give up a home run, he's fairly good. I guess. Right. Because yeah, they strike out. Well, that's what it is. If he's not giving up home runs, he's striking you out. And when you make contact, you're hitting a home run. So, um, I just watched Patrick Corbin strike out Otani on three pitches. So maybe Josiah Gray can do the same. 
uh, <laughs> anything is possible apparently uh, these days. So, uh, but that's it. I don't, I don't have interest on any other pit. It's 10 games. Uh, there's 20 pitchers. I like four of them <laughs> and like, I'm pretty much going there. I will, I'll throw, I'll throw a few names out yeah. there um, just as p- potentials. I don't love 9,200 for Dustin May, but he's been awesome to start the year. One earned run in 13 innings. Um, the pitch count is obviously a concern if he gets in any type of trouble. Like, you know, are we just getting five innings out of Dustin yeah. May? Um, because he threw 84 pitches and we were like, wow, that was pretty good to see his debut. He's probably going to throw nine. No, Dave Roberts. Yeah, Dave Roberts. Right? Yeah. Dave Roberts. So um, Dustin May, I don't hate just considering the, the how – much the Giants have struck out to start yeah. the year. Um and I was gonna say I said a couple that I, I lied. It was just Dustin. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the only other name that I had. That's fine. Dustin May here at ninety two hundred dollars. Um let's go on over to the catcher position. Uh again a position that we often discuss. You know, we don't generally find ourselves spending up, but maybe there's an opportunity to do so. Uh you get W D Smith here with against a lefty and Alex Wood. He's fifty nine hundred dollars. Um Pretty expensive. He's the only one I would consider at this tier. We're not going to play Salvi against DeGrom. Melendez against DeGrom. Stevenson against Wright, maybe, but probably a little bit out of, out of my price range here. Yeah. Um, you get Contreras, Wilson Contreras, who's the chalk catcher tonight. Uh, he's $4,200 against Kyle Freeland. We did the Kyle and Freeland expen- experience at home last time out. We expected him to get rocked. Wasn't the case. He pitched really well. Unlikely to see that happen again. I mean, uh, yeah, Probably, until right? you just uh, – that's what – I mean, like you said. The word Cardinals, for word, the Cardinals like, are better exactly. than Washington, you know. So. That is very – that is definitely probably you true. Yep. Not throwing to Dom I, I Smith, he's throwing to Paul Goldschmidt, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, yes, that is that. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think he's $100 cheaper than he was on Monday slate. Um, hasn't been great. Uh, there's just been like – all of he has six singles and a double. That's what Wilson Contreras has this year. So, uh, but I, I think this is a power spot for him. He hits lefties well and is in core. So, um, I actually think the Contreras brothers are probably both in play here because you know, Merrill Kelly is Merrill Kelly is what Merrill Kelly is. You know, he was good last um, year. He was good last year, and then you know he's has eight walks and two starts and. Kind of got shelled by the Dodgers last time out. And I'm not saying Milwaukee's the Dodgers, but Milwaukee does support a pretty good yep. lineup. So I agree. I, agree um, with you. I don't hate the other Contreras. Okay. Uh, Sean Murphy, again, having to start with Darno out of the lineup. Murphy did have a pretty good game today. Uh, gets Sessa here at $3,800. Any interest? So weird to see Luis Sessa uh, not in a Yankee as uniform? A starter. As, as a starter, because uh, he pitched like. He was a not a starter with the Yankees. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely interested. Uh, Atlanta is a good hitting environment, and I don't know how to feel about Luis Sessa being stretched out. Like he didn't look good last year as an opener, and like being stretched out a little bit. Not confident that he's going to look good here. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely in on Sessa uh, or uh, Murphy. Yeah, rather, we mentioned Cal Rally is powers against right-handed pitching. He gets Wisniewski here. Um, thirty-seven hundred dollars. Some some power pop potential in that spot. Um, probably it for me. Um, 
they can't really talk about Gabriel Moreno this time around because he's got Corbin Burns. Any other catches for you? Jonah Heim? Do we go back to the Jonah Heimwell if they're right there? He's going to start, right? I mean, that's yep. what we know. We know he's going to start. Tonight. And, and like we always talk about with Jordan Lyles, like kind of like how we talked about with Andrew Heaney on Monday's stream and pod, is that he gives up a lot of home runs. He gave up two in his last start against Toronto. He's primarily a fly ball pitcher. Um, yeah, Jonah Heim could definitely take him yard much like here we go with Texas again, John. Yeah, I saw they're they have, they have seven runs on the board. Uh it's gonna be our guy Renjifo just had a two RBI single as well. So uh you know, heck yeah. floodgates starting early as we expected against Corbin here tonight. Um, um but Texas is gonna be firmly in play again on Tuesday. I mean, because all the power that um do you think we see Jordan Alvarez in the lineup for against a lefty here? He so I think he didn't start the other day against lefty, but if he's in the lineup, I twenty four hundred bucks have, against weather. Yeah, I definitely have interest if he's in the yeah, lineup. I, I think that way. I I know they they've been starting Nito right. So, um, but Alvarez if he DHs or something against lefty, that's something to uh, potentially cue definitely have cue in on for sure. Um, all right, first base position as we move on over here. Uh, Pete Alonso is your top priced first baseman. He gets the lefty matchup against Weathers at 6,100. Freddie Freeman against Alex Wood at 59. CJ Chrome gets Mikolas at 58. Vladdy Guerrero against Manning at 57. Paul Goldschmidt against Freeland, the lefty at 56. Olsen Versessa at 54. Manises. And why he's 5K against Otani, I won't understand. Uh, draft changes. <laughs> Who who knows, right? Letting 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 dartboards decide pricing there. Uh, he's at five k, <laughs> so that's your five k and above tier. We can just ignore him in ECs here. He's probably the only one I wouldn't even consider. Um, it feels like it's got to be Goldie at fifty six. Yeah, it's Goldie at fifty six. Um, gets lefty. We know how like historically good he was in his MVP season last year against lefties, and I think it's probably Olson second um, against Luis. Sessa. Yeah. At home, righty lefty split in Olsen's favor. Uh, I, I'm not going to ignore Alonzo. He's off to an awesome start in the power department. Five home runs already. This guy is nuts. Um, so I would probably rank it Goldschmidt, Olsen, Alonzo. Um, but yeah, you can pretty much get to everyone over 5K with the exclude, excluding uh, Joey Minis. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm definitely in agreement with you there. Uh, mid tier range here. Nelly Cruz will be in the lineup against the lefty. He's $4,600. Uh, we talked about Nathaniel Lowe. You like Texas, he's 45 right there in the middle. Um, maybe that's that could be it for me there in that mid tier range. Um, it's probably Nate Lowe for me. Nathaniel, sorry, sorry, Nathaniel. Um, and if you think discounting the six hits in two games for Nelly Cruz, eh? No, I'm not. I actually I picked him up in FSGA uh, after Adam Duvall went down because I needed a bat. Um, very interesting to see Nelly Cruz just with first base eligibility. Yeah. Like that's whatever, he plays but... DH for them too. He's not even like a... yeah. He's just the. I mean, of course he can't move. Right. Like he, um, he can still swing though. So he can still swing. He also the eye surgery, John. Uh, he's, uh, yes. I think he's just gonna get popped with roids yeah. again instead of the eye surgery, but. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, he, yeah. 
Uh, I I agree. Like you could play maybe Christian Walker if you think Corbin Burns continues to stink. Um, you could play Rowdy Telez thirty four. That's a, when we start getting into this like value tier. Yep. I don't I don't I don't dislike Rowdy for a cheap home run or. Yeah, I don't know. Vogelbach's a lefty, right? Yeah, he's a lefty. Carpenter gets a lefty. I guess we could see Yepes in the lineup at 3K. Yeah, I don't hate that. It's not, it's not bad. Mm, not much else down here. Yeah. Uh, Brad Miller, first base eligible. Maybe some home run pop against... Uh, Jordan Eric hosmer has been playing a bit. He's 2,500. Mm, I mean, you wouldn't play Darren Ruff, right? I guess he's on a minor league um, contract, so he's not even. No, he's not, not on the team. team. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's probably it then. I'm going to cry, John. What did Texas just do? Did Seager just hit a grand slam? Adolis Garcia just hit a grand slam to make it 11-1. I am so sad. And everyone everyone knows I talked about Texas from start to day, start to finish. Guess who didn't play Texas? All day. Like we said, Texas was in your heart. It was... Uh, I didn't play Texas. It was, it was right there. Uh, Seattle's got uh, two guys on in the top of the 10th. Maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe they just made it. Yeah. yeah, let's... Anyways, second base. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, second base position. Uh, at the top of the position, still Mookie Betts gets a lefty. Has Mookie Gilbert. even registered starts at second this year? Like, what's... Uh, well, let's let's, let's look up... ESPN. Uh... Let's check out the position eligibility. How many games has Mookie actually seen at second base this year? Eligibility, four. He's actually seen four, four uh, appearances. You know what? He probably played when Vargas missed time. Yeah. Eight games in right field, four games at second base. All right. All right. It's going to be a cheat code when Mookie Betts gets second base eligibility in seasonal leagues. Yep. And he homered, he homered to lead off the game tonight. Yep. 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 Um, so Boots, yeah, Boots, Mookie Betts is $6,200 there. That's that's fine if you want to go uh, in that spot. Uh, let's see. McMahon at 48 against second base eligibility against Miko last there in course. Probably a pretty good spot. Um, that's like kind of it in that range for me. I mean, Colton Wong is 4,100. That's not terrible. Yeah, I think both second basemen in this game are okay. Nico Horner. This game has a nine implied run total. I'd like to see the weather for tomorrow, see if there's wind blowing out in Chicago. Uh, but Horner stole his fourth base tonight or on um, Monday. Yeah. So that's his fourth. That's his third stolen base in the last four games. I mean, that's games. his calling card. Does so, it get on and run? So got a righty on the mound and flex in. So easy to run. And I do like uh, Colt Wong. Was Niski, you know, not like a proven commodity um, did have a good small sample size did have a good ground ball rate, 47% ground ball rate last year. Uh, he was just kind of good across the board, but very small sample. Don't really have like the jury is clearly still out on him. Yep. I agree with you. Uh, we haven't talked a lot of Minnesota yet. Nick Gordon's three K uh, Lance Lynn again, got like absolutely destroyed in his last start there. Gordon, not off to a good start himself. No, 
Uh, he has lefty though, so you get that little lefty matchup there for. The, the problem has been anytime Nick Gordon. Nick Gordon is just getting pulled for Farmer every time a lefty comes yeah. in. So then Kyle Farmer, who does nothing but hit lefties, comes in the game and pitch hits sure. for him. So I w- you worried a little bit? Yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, Miguel Vargas is twenty nine hundred dollars. I talked to you the other day. I like Kim whenever lefty's on the mound, um, and he's been pretty good. Twenty seven hundred bucks. Yeah, I, of course I played him in. <laughs> Another just day away, San Diego played him. I stacked San Diego in that four to one Atlanta game, and then uh, just one day away, John. You know, one day. That's how that's how this baseball season has started for me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he is good. For, he is good against lefties, and he's fast, and he still hasn't stolen a base. So that is still on the in the cards as well. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. Any other second baseman for you? Mm, not that I think we need to talk about uh third base position then as we move our way up macho man at fifty eight hundred dollars against the lefty and peterson sessa versus riley 57 uh arenado though against freeland at 52 feels like the pretty much chalk play uh in that grouping yes uh machado more than fine austin riley more than fine not gonna probably play muncie in the lefty lefty he's been bad again to start the year um, but Arenado's the chalk. Yep. So you could pivot to you could definitely pivot to Machado. You could definitely pivot to Riley. Uh no problems going to either of those guys, but Arenado is the clear cut play. Yeah, I mean you're just looking at Arenado's splits kind of over the years against uh you know against left-handed pitching. And really it's this Cardinals team just in general last year. We were we were absolutely just banging them every single time a lefty was on the mound. Uh, you know, Arenado had nine thirty-nine OPS last season against left-handed pitching and Freeland's in this spot now, uh, 5,200. And like we said, there's just so much, you know, the mid-tier pitching is, is going to allow you to get to these guys here in this matchup. Yep. Um, you know, the, the, t- the one spend up, one spend down on DraftKings, uh, the way they have guys priced, it's just going to make it easier to, to fit these guys in the lineups. And tonight you're looking at, you know, Arnado, Goldschmidt, that grouping, you know, they're 25, 26, 27% rostered. So, um, you got to expect more of the same here, I think, on this slate. So, um, anybody in the mid tier for you? Eduardo Escobar hits lefties fairly well, has for quite a while. Um, so I, I'd be okay getting there. It's been a slow start for him for sure, but 4,100, not terrible. We'll have to see if Rendon is in the lineup. On- yeah, scratch today, you said, right? Scratch on Monday due to left shoulder soreness. So, Anytime we start talking about Anthony Rendon injuries is like the worst possible case because this guy has done nothing but just been injured for the last few years. Right. Uh, he spoke to that if, fan. I wonder if he hurt his, his shoulder, you know? Yeah, true. Uh, I think the next spot I would probably go to is Josh Jung. And we just know Jung is the power bat and – Jordan Lyles is a guy who just gives up home runs. 3,500 for Josh Chung, two bombs on the year, three extra base hits. Like he'll be back in the lineup after getting Monday off. If Chris Taylor's so, in the lineup for the Dodgers, um, he actually has been pretty decent BVP against uh, Alex Wood. He's four for 15, two doubles, two home runs. 
Um, so maybe maybe something to peak there. Uh, Mookie Betts, by the way, nine for eighteen with three home runs off, off Alex Wood. So hitting five hundred with three home Jeez. runs uh, there off of Alex Jeez. Wood. So a little not that we're full on BVP truthers here, but uh, definitely some numbers to help you uh, make some decisions if you're in between players. Sure. Uh, value sure. tier at the third base. Anybody uh, stand out to you? Kind of scrolling myself down the list, and nobody's popping. Uh, for me, necessarily. I mean, after Jung, Yuli Harris, Montero, he'll hit in the middle of that lineup for the Rockies. Uh, hit, was hitting 313 coming into Monday's game. Let's see. Thus far, he's two for three. He's up to 343 mm-hmm. on the year. Another two hit game for him, a double and a single RBI and a run scored. Like, Pretty good yeah. in the middle of that lineup. Um, and of course, field 3,100. That's clear. If you are going the double spend up route, uh, I don't hate Montero as a as a value play. Um, I don't see anything yeah. else though, John. Again, uh, this, this slate is seemingly pretty straightforward, at least so far. We, we kind of, I think your biggest yeah. decision to this point is going to be at pitcher and how you approach it. Uh, obviously we're going to build a lineup here at the end of the show. We'll see what we kind of, uh, we come up with, uh, at the shortstop position, uh, Tim Anderson, as we mentioned, left today's game. We'll see if he's active. Not that we're looking to go there, but 5,600, a little, a little surprising to see him price that high up just in general. Uh, Bo Bichette against Manning. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked a lot of Toronto today. Uh, not sure your thoughts on the Blue Jays bats here, obviously expensive, uh, but they get Matt Manning here at $5,600. Lindor versus lefty and Weathers at 54. Xander against the lefty and Peterson at $5,300. And then Corey Seager got off the schneid tonight with the bomb. He's 5K against Jordan Lyles. Yeah, I'm going right back to Seager. Uh, everything suggested that there was positive regression coming and that came in a big way for Texas. And Jordan Lyles, is, I've said it throughout the whole podcast, he's a, he's a guy that just gets fly balls. And he allows home runs because of that. And when he was away from Baltimore last year, he allowed a ton of home runs. And he doesn't have Baltimore's part to save him anymore. So Seager's my favorite over 5K. I'm definitely okay getting Lindor. He has a long history of hitting right-handed or left-handed pitching well. Um, You know, Dansby is interesting because because he's been so good. But, like, no power. How can you really spend 5,500 when, like, dual threat of Bichette and dual threat yeah. of Lindor and Xander Bogarts is right. hitting everything. What do you think the uh, Padres lineup is going to look like? Cause they said that Tatis is going to be their leadoff hitter when he returns. I Everybody assume just shift down one, you think? Tat- yeah. Like Machado hits third or uh, Soto hits third. Machado hits Xander fourth. Xander just moves to the two hole. Yeah, that would, that would be my guess. I thought that was, I thought um, that was just kind of interesting comment that time. <laughs> To make that lineup even crazier, immediately just these moves to the leadoff spot. Yeah, I I think that would be the most logical spot. I mean, you could hit Xander like fourth if you really wanted to, and just keep Machado or keep Soto Mm -hmm. Machado where they are. But I think Xander being as good as he's been and like getting on base as much as he is, I mean, just sets the table so much for Machado and Soto. I mean, they might drive in 150 runs. Uh, I, if yeah, they were that, to play the that offense is going to be pretty gross. 
Uh, mid-tier range here, again, kind of pricing drops off pretty quickly. We go 4,900 Bobby Witt. We're not going to play him against the ground, but then down uh, right, right to 42. Uh, Urshela, Baez, Newman, nobody I'm looking to play there. Tommy Edmond could lead off against Kyle Freeland at 3,900. I think that could be an interesting spot. Um, we'll see. We know we like Renjufo rather against lefties and righties, uh, but he's 37. We mentioned Chris Taylor at the BVP against Wood at 38. Uh, anybody else here for you? Um, nothing in the mid tier. I'd say I'm, we mentioned Geraldo Perdomo and we mentioned on Monday, like could, if he's in the lineup, there's interest. He'll probably play over Nick Ahmed on Tuesday. Corbin Burns has been bad, you know, so four extra base hits in seven games has a stolen base hitting 438. Like that's notable stuff. So you know, if he's in the lineup, I it's something I would explore. Same with Josh Smith, if he's yeah, in the lineup for Texas bucks, again. Sure. I, I, I'm going right back to well, Texas. I, I know I'm a day late. You I weren't already, even a day already, late. You were dead on. <laughs> I was dead on. Uh, just 11 runs like, scored tonight. I'm saying what I'm saying is because I ended up not going to Texas in my lineup on Monday. Tuesday, my lineups are going and, to have and Texas. Jordan Lyles going to throw a game, you know. Three-two game that Jordan Lyles wins seven innings. So like, but the undeniably good spot because Jordan Lyles can't pitch away from Baltimore. Power yep. galore. So, yep. Back on the I, Texas I, train. Uh, I get that. All right, we have a lot. We we got a lot of outfielders to talk about here, James. So let's uh, go through it here and kind of break it down. Uh, it's not so much like the guys we know we want. As I mentioned, Mookie Betts has that ridiculous BVP here uh, against Alex Wood. Josiah Gray, Mr. Home Run against Mike Trout. We know probably good for one, you would think, at least in this spot here. Good for <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, uh, Ronald Acuna against Sessa at 63. Soto gets the lefty here at 6K. Uh, rank those four outfielders for me. Um, so I do agree. Josiah Gray, definitely good for at least one. What I'm thinking is if Trout, I wonder like if their ownership would be depressed at all if they don't go off okay. tonight or if they don't go off on Monday. Um, so I love Acuna. I love the Acuna spot. I, I do not think highly okay. of Luis Sessa as a starter. Um, if I'm ranking them, I'm probably ranking them how they are priced. But I can see a case for Ronald Acuna okay. being one because he is such a freak of nature. In, like, when he, if he's on, Your, he's uh, Ross's ship uh, depression, uh, Mike Trout just struck out. So uh, Patrick Corbin has struck out Otani and Trout tonight. Uh, but the Angels are still up 2-1, so. I like just because, like, I I imagine a world where people understand Josiah Gray. Gives up he a led lot the league in home runs a lot. Mike Trout, so. We just, I sometimes, like, so last year, there was a lot of talk about, like, why can't we use Otani, the hitter, yeah. when he's pitching, right? It's like. It was harder to use angel play angel stacks because of that. 
because it was like a shortened, like you're just using a shortened version yeah. of the Angels lineup. So could that be the case here with Trout, right? Like, and just the Angels in general. Like, we don't want to play the Angels stacks, and this not not us, but like people going into right. their lineup construction saying, like, do we want to play Angel stacks that aren't going to include their two hitter, a guy who might hit two home runs tomorrow, or their right. three hitter rather, who might hit two home runs. So we're not going to play Trout, or we're not going to play Taylor Ward, or we're not going to play the rest of our lineup because we're excluding one guy. No, just a, just a thought. Sure. Like, that That was a large talking point last year. Like, why can't we use – like, yes, I want to use a tiny the pitcher, but if I – I have the option of using Jacob deGrom on the mound, and then I also could use Otani yeah. hitter, right? Like, that could be something instead. So maybe Trout's ownership is depressed a little bit because of that. Um, and Angel Stack just isn't as popular as maybe it would be if you could use Otani. So I don't also hate using Acuna as the number one option, like ranking Acuna one. Um, I will rank them Trout, Acuna, Betts, um, okay. and Soto. But I also see the case. For All right, Acuna. we'll go down into that next tier here. We'll, we'll comments, you know, the 5,500 up. Byron Buxton against Lance Lynn. We didn't really talk a lot about what happened to Lance Lynn in his most recent start, uh, but he got lit up against San Francisco. Four and a third innings, nine hits, eight earned, three home runs allowed uh, in that game. Yep. Uh, we got Minnesota here. Buxton is a guy that, you know, he's a, a fantasy dynamo, right? There's tremendous upside. He's wildly yes. talented. He's always hurt, but it's in DFS. The plus side is you get to play <laughs> when he's healthy. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, right. when he's injured in seasonal fantasy. So where does Byron Buxton at 5,800, uh, you know, Rodriguez at 57, uh, Lewis Roberts, 55, you know, where, where do all these guys fill in for you in the 5K range now? I mean, Seattle is going to be unowned because they let everyone down on Monday. Um, it is a good spot. There's a good game total. Nine runs was the second highest in um, – over under on the board. Buxton is a GPB darling, as you mentioned. Lance Lynn, the numbers suggest this is who he is. Now, I, do I expect a 6.3 walk per nine? No, that is ludicrous. That's obviously going to come down. 3.6 home runs per nine is probably going to come down. But he has a nine ERA, John. His expected ERA, 952. Like, it's not any better. It's actually worse. It right. could get worse from here. Uh, for Lance Lynn. So Are we like, talking ourselves into a Minnesota yeah. stack again? <laughs> no, 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 no. See, this is what happened with talking into Seattle and look where well, I First of all, I, you talked yourself into Seattle. You know? we're, this, is, this is the first Girl, look. I talk- all right. So the first look here, we're just talking about theories, you know? Oh, the first look was Texas and the, the, and the end look was Texas, John. That was, anyways, we're on, we're, we're on to Cincinnati. That's what Bill Belichick taught me. Yeah. We're on a Cincinnati. Um, yeah, I, I don't hate the idea of getting behind Minnesota. Now, I'm telling you, and I've tweeted it, and you could go back to my Twitter for the last two years. No one has sold my bread <laughs> more than the Minnesota Twins for the last two years. Nobody. Nobody. And their lineup also, because Kepler yeah. on the IL, Polanco on the IL, Correa Hurt, shocker. Yeah, Joey Gallo hurt. Hey, Gallo's hit a lot of home runs. No, he is. It's so 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 great. I'm so happy for him. So many home runs. 
Um, in Minnesota, shocker, not in a big market, shocker. Um, their lineup was like Larnich let off today, uh, Monday. I think, uh, <laughs> I think Donovan Solano hit third. So we'll have to see what their lineup looks like. So if their li- if their lineup rolls out today and it's Larnich, Garlic, Willie, Willie Castro, Michael <laughs> Taylor, uh, you know, maybe we're actually on the other side of the Jose maybe Miranda. Is yeah, yeah. Are, are you are you in? Are you buying in on Lance Lynn? Maybe in a bounce back spot. Buying in on Lance Lynn. That's the that's the uh, that's our slogan for Tuesday's live stream. In on Lynn, on Lance you know. Lynn. And you can rhyme it, rhyme that's, it that's, however you want. Doesn't make it right, you know. So, no, I mean, look, Buxton in any any if he's in the lineup, he is in play because of the upside. Uh, I think the stolen base days are kind of seemingly, I don't know, you know, like in I don't, yeah, I don't think he runs anymore. I think his hamstrings like, are too shot. So, <laughs> so I think we're really relying on just that, like double dong day that Byron sure. Buxton can have. Um, so him and him and Julio Rodriguez, probably too low. All right, guys let's fill up, there. finish out the 5k range here. I mentioned Lewis Robert is at 55. Uh, Chris Bryant, 54, George Springer, 53. JD Martinez is up to $5,200. Ian Happ uh, did some damage against Castillo. He's 51. Hunter Renfro, we know a lot of power better against lefties at 5k and Teoscar, a guy better against lefties. Generally he's at 5k as well. I don't know about you, but coming into the air, I wasn't sure if JD Martinez was washed or not. And I know, like, I mean, you being a Red Sox fan, you saw him not hit right. for any power last year, like not zero. Like, I, not I that also he was think losing has a lot into... to do with sometimes players' performances True. as well. So he's on a winning True. team. He hits in the middle of a good lineup. Teams have to pitch him differently because of who's in the lineup around him. And right, he is old. He's thirty-five. Um, you know, he has a 905 right. OPS, but he only has one home run. So <laughs> eight extra base hits. Six, though, he has a triple. Like, like <laughs> like you said, uh, winning can change, winning can change that double triple. Um, who, where was it? Where was the triple? Triple was last game Sunday in Arizona. That had to be like a, Two, that had to be like a collision in the outfield because Corbin Carroll is chasing. Did they down like the shift the left fielder over the right fielder over, and then he just poked one down the line? Like what happened there? Oh, that's brutal. I there had to be they had to just forget Corbin Carroll had to yeah. forget his glove in the dugout or something. Um, but I don't think like Alex Wood looked good in like the first couple innings, and then he did um, in his in his debut. I don't hate what JD Martinez is doing at the plate. You know, Chris Bryant, again, another guy, just no power. Um, George Springer, you know, sure, he's fine, but 5,300 on this slate. Matt Manning, really limited righties last year. Uh, I was just looking at the numbers for Matt Manning because I was also interested in the fact that we hadn't talked about Blue Jays, really. Righties last year against Manning, 590 OPS, 258. Not Not a lot to like. Yeah, not a lot to like there, so, like, you know, the Blue Jays will be loaned and contrarian if you want to go there. Renfro, 5K, power on power, right? All Renfro's going to do is he's probably going to hit 30 home runs this year, and size Gray's going to give up yeah. 40 home runs. So, like, seems like a good spot. Not Nobody in this 5K, in this specific range, is yep, all that. Effective. I agree with you. 
Uh, all right, let's go down into this middle range then here. Anybody stick out more than the other? Christian Yelich against Kelly at 49. We talked about Adolis Grand Slam tonight. He's $4,800. Uh, Blackman, lefty against uh, Mikolas and Coors, $4,700 there. Uh, Tyler O'Neill was not in the lineup tonight. Maybe he's in the lineup here against Kyle Freeland. He's $4,300. Uh, any thoughts on that? Uh, I wonder if Tyler O'Neill didn't hustle to his locker uh, on Monday. Did you hear that? That was why he what? That's why he hasn't been playing, John, because he didn't run he out run a uh, round ball. There was a no. There was like a play at the plate, and he like hesitated for a second. And publicly, the manager said he didn't hustle, so he didn't play. And Tyler O'Neill basically said, "In his like that is something that did right. not need to be aired in in the meeting." Uh, that could have been handled in-house. He was not happy. Ever since Tyler um, O'Neill uh, basically started taking steroids, he is uh, you know hasn't hasn't been like he was sure. two years ago. Um, this feels like another tier. Like Yelich just is a GPP guy. Very hard to get correct. Yeah. Very hard to get. Christian yeah, you're not you're not one offing uh, Yelich already... anymore. He's part of your stack. So no, yeah, he's just part of your Milwaukee stack. Um, Adolis is somebody that you can play in tournaments for sure. Was terrible all night on Monday, yeah. and then hits a grand slam when they're up seven one. So like that's Adolis Garcia in a nutshell. He's a thirty thirty threat every year, despite like oh Adolis Garcia probably being drafted too high, and then ends the year thirty thirty or thirty twenty whatever. So another tournament play. No interest in Blackman forty seven hundred. Like I know it's cores, but I got another guy that's just like power has been. I did not know Adolis Garcia stole twenty five bases last night last year. Yeah, he is been all, like not it's know. another yeah he do no he is like legit like 30 yeah. 30 31 homer 16 um, are stolen bases in his uh debut and then last year 27 and 25 good good to know yep yep uh he the problem is he just doesn't always get on well, that is that's, a key part of uh, doing your job there um but no i know but there's just so much upside for like the rangers have a bunch of those guys simeon adolis like at the end of the year they hit 240 but you look at it's like oh they could have they almost went 30 30 like um so another tier like i just like benintendi 40 i'm not i'm gonna play like 20 different guys below (laughs) benintendi he's 4200 he's not gonna pay off a 4200 price tag Trent Grisham, lefty, lefty, yeah. no. Uh, Manning was good against lefties last year, too. Was Matt Manning just good last year? He was like, very good. Was... Yeah. You know what? I'll give – you know who I'm going to give flowers to? Our man, Justin Vreeland, who is Matt Manning's number one fan. Maybe his only fan. Other than other than Tiger, Detroit Tiger strike fans. Anybody like, doesn't strike anyone out. Um, but he's good. He's a good pitcher. And Justin Vreeland – has been screaming that from the Twitter rooftops for like so here, three Here's years. this one little nugget on Matt Manning last year. If we're talking about splits. Uh, at home last year, 2.52 ERA. On the road, 4.94. Toronto. And they moved the fences in in Toronto this year. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, look, I'm okay getting to Toronto. The problem is they are just so damn expensive. They are so expensive. They always are, and they I always mean, go under, under roster. Nobody ever... This is true. We talked about this. We talked about this yeah. a lot. And when people do play Toronto, they don't play Matt Chapman. Those are the rules. <laughs> this is this is true. You know who else I think they're not going to play a lot of this year? Dalton Varsho, who I 
Yeah. Love well, that's, what, that's what made Toronto. me look. I'm like, oh, Manning was good against le- righties. He must have sucked against lefties, and he didn't. But he was also he was very bad <laughs> on the road. So uh, maybe uh, Toronto on the road against Matt Manning is a is a contrarian. That's our contrarian. That's our contrarian yeah. spend of the day. Like we wanted it to be Minnesota, but it's right. actually Toronto. Uh, Tommy Fansom leading off against lefties for the Mets, thirty-seven hundred. Uh, Conforto hit a homer the other day. Uh, he's got three now on the year. Dude, he's been hitting home runs. My man, dude, I love Michael Conforto. I'm happy to see him playing well. Um, just, I wish it was not yeah, the not spot that he was in, but he, yeah, he, he is, he has been good. I like your Tommy Pham call. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, Dylan Carlson gets a, Dylan, we skipped Carlson. Sure. I will play him against lefties. I will okay. play him against lefties. He is he is good. He's typically so like Burleson hit second on Monday. I expect Carlson to hit second yep. on Tuesday. Um Outman hit a homer the other day against a lefty. I don't know if we're gonna Sure, sure did. I don't know sure if that did. makes him any more he appealing just... to you or not, but okay. No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> uh some more values we work our way down then. Uh let's see here. Friedel gets right returning. He's 35. Any of the any Arizona outfielder insert here? Jake McCarthy, thirty-five. Cor- Cor- Dude, Corbin Carroll. If he just reaches, well, that's the problem like, right now, right? He is going to he is going to steal forty bases, fifty bases if he. The but there has been the steady increase in Corbin Carroll production at the plate. Three-game hit streak. They sat him tonight, though. Maybe he'll gets, get a pinch hit. Yeah. Gets the le- out against the lefty. Going to be back in against Corbin Burns. I'm just saying. I, I know. 3,100, but like we're seeing the steady progression. On, yeah, on I like it. Uh, I think it's certainly in play here. Um, let's see here. What do we get? Uh, Hunter Renfro just homered. Shocker. Um, but, 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 let's see, Corbin Carroll. We talked about, um, there's really not a lot of, I mean, I'll, Jesse Winker at 34 against Merrill Kelly. I don't mind that. Yep, I think uh, Winker has looked much better in a Brewers uniform than he did in a Seattle uniform. I think that's definitely safe to say. Um, I wonder if the Reds years. Well, no, I don't think it was a fluke. I think that he went, he was hitting in a great ballpark in Cincinnati, gets traded to Seattle, a very tough hitters ballpark, a very tough hitters division for ballparks. And then he moves now. I wrote, I wrote him up a couple of different times this year in the draft guide. I wrote the late round values and I wrote up another, uh, I was doing the outfield spotlight articles and I I targeted Jesse Winker a few times. Um, I was a big fan of him. I grabbed him late in some drafts. Uh, the return to that NL Central division. It's a hitter's favorable park there in Milwaukee. Right. I, I thought there was a chance for a little bit of a bounce back there. So um, I, I don't mind. I don't mind Winker there. Uh, and then Trace Thompson, he's 2,900. Um, Jordan Isn't he a reverse splits guy? Trace? Trace Thompson, I think, is a reverse splits. I think he's better. Well, he hit the Grand right Slam game. off Bumgarner during his three home run game. Um okay. But does That's it matter when Jordan I, Walker's twenty nine hundred dollars? Garrett Mitchell's twenty nine hundred dollars. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Right, we're it gonna doesn't. We're, we like both of those guys. Yeah, I think those two. Os, uh, Oscar, I wasn't about to go for the trifecta with Oscar Colas, but 
he gets. I mean, Oscar Colos is a very talented this. player, but it is not an easy spot. He's good, dude. Is, yeah, he's 100% good. Accurate there. He is good. Um, oh, man, I lo- I like Garrett Mitchell there at twenty nine hundred. So do I. So do That's I. A good price tag for him. Um, you know who's uh good again on Monday. Bubba Thompson yep. for the Rangers. I know um I know he's hitting like eighth. But and it's not like the most ideal spot. Um but he is one for four RBI run double. Uh, I mean 2300 that's nine fantasy points. Yeah. Again, at 2300 like that's uh that's a Does w- Sam Hillier crack the Bra- the Braves lineup? 2200 lefty versus Hessa? Good, good. All right. Yep. They have a weird thing. They're playing like a lot of Marcelo Zuna, and I'm not sure, sure why. But if Hilliard is in the lineup, I definitely have some interest. Mm-hmm. He has some pop. No, that's why I like him. I, I think there's some power there. Um, let's see. That's probably. Elnick homered. He pinched at homered on Monday. Yeah, he pinched at homered. The average is coming way up. Um, the strikeouts, surprisingly, way down. Cool. Guy's been a little – he's been a little better. I mean, with the home run, that makes it a five-game hitting streak. That's an RBI in three straight games. And, again, we haven't, like, talked about this yeah, game rookie swatch card today, So I hope he comes out of it and, uh, you know, starts starts performing. Um, They – this game is one of the better implied runs. So – Fandle released the line at nine and a half, John. I, I don't know if there's weather, but usually when, when Wrigley starts teetering with 10 runs, we're talking about some some weather in the sure. forecast. So Chris Flexen and Wisnowski. Yeah, I mean, it, it was – I, I like it was passively mentioning a few of these Seattle guys, but you're not wrong. It could be a game stack spot. Just, just throwing that out. Just it's throwing that. Totally, totally fine to uh, to throw that out there. That's fine. Um, all right, let's build the lineup. Actually, give me your home run call first. Again, those of you who are tuning in for the first time, uh, we give our home run call, but we avoid Coors Field. We think that's a little bit cheating. So, uh, no Cardinals, no Rockies uh, as part of our home run call for this evening. So, what do we got here, James? Did I go Seager on my home run call? I did, didn't I? Nailed it. Um, I, I think worry. Went that has not come Mondays. through quite yet. <laughs> um, well, probably another bat against Patrick. I don't know. Martin, He's getting so, run right now. Rochelle uh, is broken an RBI. No, oh, no. Oh, no. Um, my home run call, I'm probably just going to go back to Texas. Well, honestly, that, that, that feels very good. I might just go see her. I might just like string together a well, bunch so of runs here. Time. <laughs> you son of a gun. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Corey Seager back-to-back nights. Uh, hits a home run. That's going to be my home Alrighty. run. Call, uh, I'm going to go the BVP play. Mookie bats on, off Alex Wood. He just owns him. So we'll go, we'll go Mookie. Light off the game tonight with a home run. He's going to get a, the lefty and Alex Wood here uh, for Wednesday. All right. Well, we both went We both went back-to-back uh, guys who have homered on Monday. Sure. You're not even, you're not even initially. All righty. Uh, <laughs> pitching. Let's build our lineup here. Are we going, we just plug into Garam feels like, feels like the spot, yeah. right? Yeah. 
I mean, Heaney had 10 strikeouts in five innings. Again, two different pitchers, but like we talked about the strikeout rate. That it's Casey not impossible for DeGrom to the match Heaney tonight, 10 outs, 10 strikeouts. It's actually very, very it's, possible. With like less, pit, with like 50 right. less pitches. At so the, at we plug DeGrom in. The next question is, is it a double spend Otani DeGrom or is it Manoa Lopez with DeGrom? Probably the it's probably yeah. the latter. Um, but do you want to build where was like the spots? Well, we had have? value in the outfield. We liked Walker and Mitchell. Those are twenty nine hundred dollars a piece. Yep. Um, so yep. if we if we went Otani just for the sake of, of pricing with uh Mitchell and Walker, that would bring us to forty one hundred dollars a player. Uh we I think we should go I think we should go cheaper because we're gonna want like move sure. the bets and right. so pitcher then when we'll right? start like, with manoa if we need to go down to lopez we'll go down to lopez yep yep um all right so with manoa and Degrom with mitchell and walker it's 4400 bucks uh i want seager i want seager okay, and you seager want bets. And i mean bets. it's just and we could i was gonna say we could play bets. yeah best in second base yeah 38 50 oh. we're, we're gonna spend down a catcher here uh 3k uh, and was there a cheap? I feel like we had a 2K catcher potentially. Oh, it was, it was if, if, Alvar, it was yeah, if Alvarez was in the lineup. Uh, yep. Which, which on the live stream, when well, we're that, building 5 p.m. Yeah. Eastern, um, we will know the Mets start 7 10. We'll have the lineup. So, you know, this lineup now could look similar, but it also could have Correct. Francisco Alvarez. Uh, so we got $4,100 a player uh, Dude, for nice. a first base, third nice. base, and an outfielder. Um, what can we do for Texas? What can we get in our lineups here? I mean, we could literally play Nate Lowe or Josh Jones. We can play them both. But so here's so here's yeah. what I was thinking. We also are we're fading Again. cores right no, now. We have Jordan oh, Walker. No, we're not. Yeah, well, we have Jordan Walker. Walker. So if we wanted another spend, we down, could move that's to the outfield. Move Edmund to lead off. True. I was thinking. Montero at third, but we could also play Arenado. I mean, Arenado third. at third is thirty six hundred dollars a player still. Um, we had another. Who was our value? Well, we can move bets to outfield, and we have. I'm sure we have a value second base, and we could throw in here. How some came at twenty seven hundred bucks? There's a lefty. There's a lefty. And we didn't. I don't know if we mentioned Miguel. We I, I I passed by him. I didn't. 11 yeah, he, he's just crazy. Yes. Um, if we move Kim to second base, bets the outfielder, it's a $4,500 first base, which is Nathaniel Lowe. Lowe. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is okay. our lineup for this first look podcast. Jacob DeGrom, Alec Manoa, Jonah Heim, Nathaniel Lowe, Hassan Kim, Nolan Arenado, Corey Seager, Garrett Mitchell, Jordan Walker, Mookie Betts. James and I will be back at 5 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, to go through the day slate, update you with the news and everything else that is going on. Like and subscribe to the podcast if you could. Give us a follow on Twitter. If you're not already a member of the family, join now. All pro package, six months off, 50%. Uh, promo code MLB50. Get it in the description. We will be back later today. Good luck. We'll talk to you then.